Space Podcasts, the not really final frontier. These are the voyages of two people wondering, in all of this Star Trek business, where is the business? We've gone where all the stars are, but have we seen where the stars don't shine? That's what we will discover today on Boldly Boingy. Good day slash evening slash whatever time you happen to be listening, ladies and gentlemen and others. It's Connor Speak, riding around in my rocket, and over here we have our resident Tribble. You know, you should really open one of these and just go, ah! All right. Because that's what you're saying in your rocket. <laughs> Done. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That is what I'm saying. I feel like one of these you should just open I'm... up to like a little. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yep. It'll come when we least expect it. <laughs> Doesn't it always? It's, that's usually that's how I get my rocks off. Um, howdy, folks. Uh, it's me, the treble, the triple, not triple. The, the treble, trible. We're in a we're in an alto. Uh... The troubling, trembling triple. Yeah. Tr- triple, not triple. Triple. <laughs> the troubling, trifling. Trouble it. Too many T's. And, and L sounds. We're going to back this one up. All right. I am the Tribble. There we go. Uh, just hanging out, vibrating a bit, rolling around. Yep. Doing the... Learning yeah. about sex. Sex. <laughs> learning about sex. Because I wasn't taught that in my home. As we covered the last episode. I mean, to be fair, the diagrams <laughs> are very confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. You know? I'm, I'm like working. I found a so I found a textbook on triple sex. Uh-huh. I'm slowly working my way through. Okay. Yeah. Good luck it just with that. it just showed. I went to go visit my parents, and it just showed up on my bed one day. Ah. Yeah. It's yeah. the talk without actually yeah. having the talk. Yeah. So. Um, very nice. I'm I'm just working my way through there, learning learning lots of things, and. Uh yeah. Well, if you come across anything really interesting, let me know. For sure, I of course I would. I would. Um, you're the first person that I would tell. <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> so, dear listeners, today we are voyaging our way back to that strange circular star station, star space star space station, star station space station. <laughs> well, yep. I mean, it's also a star station. It's also a star station. It could for sure, be a star it's station. It's whatever we want it to be. Yeah. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Star Station. Deep Space Star Station. Star Station Nine Alpha <laughs> Five. Uh. But we're we're voyaging back to uh, Deep Space Nine. We are remaining in season five, and we're going to episode seventeen, a simple investigation. But first. But first, hold on. It's time for another Janeway Bang. Janeway Bangwash. Before we venture back into those dulcet, smooth, um, smooth creamy jazz. sounds of, of Cisco, we're going to check in to see if Janeway has creamed. <laughs> I was trying so hard to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, man. You were, really you were giving hard. it your all. You were giving it your all. It was, I even, folks, I, you can't see this, obviously, but I had a, I had a subtle two gun, a sideways two finger guns going on just to, just to make just it even better. Really get in yeah, there just to get in there um so we're at season one episode seven, seven. yep and after and, extensive analysis uh she has not creamed yet there's no banging there's no banging no banging is it really gross if i keep using the cream one that's pretty gross isn't it i mean are we sure that's the case maybe like you know just because she hasn't banged doesn't mean they're like under attack and the vibrations of the captain's oh. chair causes a bit of involuntary uh you know fair enough fair enough maybe, maybe a particularly hard Kazon <laughs> beam has caused some involuntary vibration okay well what we can say is that any vibration or other releases yep have not been accompanied by another person. Indeed. For, for Janeway. There's been nobody. No one. It's nobody been has. a solo vibration. Yep. She's still beaming up all by herself. Yeah. Um, that just reminded me of the weird uh, robot AI masper- like masturbatory thing that we talked about with Alex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just wanted to throw back, throw yep. back to the, that. We're getting episode. a throwback. Yeah. You know, the, the robot. Did, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I bet you she could replicate that. How Probably. many how many crewmen do you think have replicated like dildos? I mean 
It's got to be think, a couple. Do you think that replicated condoms would be, like, effective? Or do you think... Of course. But... Why not? Why wouldn't they be? Because, like, synthahol wears off after an hour. Yes, but I th- so I don't... Does, do, do the replicated goods, do they break down? I don't think it's because the replicator can't replicate alcohol. I think it's because they're a bunch of namby-pambies and drank uh, synthahol. Mm. I think it's th- the replicator produces the synthahol. It's not due to the properties of the replicator that it wears off after an hour. Okay. I think that's a deliberate decision. Okay. I yeah. could be wrong. No, I, f- I feel like you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also... Probably by that time, they've come up with a better system than condoms. Yeah. I feel like there's, there's some other systems There's on. probably Also, an in- condoms would only work for humans. Exactly. There's got to be some kind of incredibly non-invasive... Like the, universe, like the universal translator that they all have. There's probably a universal IUD or like universal fucking whatever for no both babies. sexes. Yeah, Just exactly. Hard no on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Killing all those babies. Just like, nope. Sorry, <laughs> spare me. We'll be swimming around in space today. <laughs> Ugh. Well, that was an extended Janeway bang watch. But, yep. Uh, All I that to say, like... still no banging. No banging. Poor Janeway. Well, on so, to this week's episode. Yeah, let's get to it. All it, right. This week's episode in which our man Odo loses his virginity. Does he lose his virginity? Or yeah. does he lose his human virginity? Because he says that Correct. he had an experience. Correct. He, so that is... He loses his bipedal humanoid form virginity. Yes. Okay, and I have, I have a lot of thoughts on that conversation. Oh, I mean, there's a lot to go into <laughs> with shapeshifter sex. No, but, like, specifically that whole interaction uh, where he talks about the encounter, yeah. I have a lot of things. But okay. for, let's let's. Okay, let's... let's let... So I have a point right off the bat, mm-hmm. just real quick. Um, are Bashir and O'Brien Deep Space Nine's version of Tom and Harry? Yes, but both of them are cool. Tom or Harry? No, I mean Tom is cool. Tom is cool. Both yeah. of them are a little bit cooler. No, n- neither of them are Harry. <laughs> they're the, are... they are Deep Space Nine's version of Tom and Harry, but neither of them are Harry. But O'Brien is pretty. O- O'Brien's more Harry than Bashir for for, yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, O'Brien still got more cred than okay. Harry. Like O'Brien, okay. O'Brien was on the friggin' Enterprise with Picard and all that. Like yeah, okay. but yes, the the interaction is somewhat similar. because yeah. I was watching that, I was like, this is. And, okay, so this was yet another thing of them, like, really sexualizing the holodeck. They're all looking around at this blonde lady with huge tits that has been programmed, and they're all like, yeah. damn, like, let's get us all into this program. And they're all going to go into the program together. Yeah, they all play the characters. No, I know, but it was it was like a weird group sex thing. A little bit. It was like a, a weird, well, I don't want to say weird, but it was, it, was a, it was a very sexual version of, like, D&D. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ultimate version of D and D. Because they were all just gonna get together and play these roles and go on this adventure and like it could go different direct. From what I understood, it I could think, go different directions I think based on can, their actions. It can go different directions based on their actions. Again, absolutely. I don't play D and D, but that's my understanding of what D and D can be: is that you make decisions and then it can go different directions based. There's on the usually some. Made. There's someone who's in charge of the overall which story. Which was Bashir. Which was well, I he think pl- it's, he he programmed it, didn't he? It's his friend who programmed. Oh, okay. it's his, so none of them, I think, but probably, I think the implication is within that programming, there are a lot of different variances that can happen, right? Okay. So you can still drive it to do your own thing. Mm. Like Odo and Bashir talking and O'Brien ambushes Bashir. Bashir's not happy about it because O'Brien's got a, got a one up on him. Yeah. You know, and so okay. clearly there's, there's, there's a lot of sort of unspoken rules with how this thing operates that they're just not getting into. Yeah. But very sexual. And yeah, it's, Sexual in a way that it was a bit strange for just like a bunch of coworkers to be like, let's go into the holodeck and kind of bang. Like we're gonna try to bang together. <laughs> let's all just get in. Well, I mean, you know, they're all there for a very long time. Yeah, I don't know. but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, it yeah. I mean, every Star Trek series though has the crew often doing these things together. But it it's it. They're it, never was a little bit more sexual right well, off the it, bat. it was with the woman right there that they're all just like, whoa, okay, you know. Like... Well, and it also was because Bashir and O'Brien and Dax were all like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Odo got super uncomfortable yeah, about it because, because yeah. Odo 
a virgin. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm not going to be in this. this like, so, yeah, how explicit does this program get? To be fair, I think I think what's making it stand out to me is that if you compare this to, for example, Tom and Harry, yeah. when they do these things, Tom was always like, yeah, the ladies. And Harry's like, I don't know if we should. Yeah. So that could be what it is. Yeah. Is whereas the whole in, group were in this, very on board. Yeah, all of them. Dax is, all three of them, Dax, O'Brien, and Bashir are all like, fuck yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Like, let's do this thing. They're good friends, I guess. If you're, if you're I all, mean, that's good. If you're all down, you're all down, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best kind of workplace is when you're all when down everyone's to all together to do whatever you want. Um, But directly after this, well, I don't know. Do you have any other points? Because I have another point that's a very important point. Okay, just hit me with Bedroom it. Bedroom eyes. Okay. 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 Because <laughs> I yeah, heard yeah, Bedroom eyes yeah. and I had so many questions and also I laughed. There were multiple instances this episode where I was watching it pretty late at night last night yeah. and I laughed out loud that I'm pretty, like, so loud and so abruptly that I think I might have scared some of my neighbors. All right. Just before Bedroom eyes, there's just one thing I want to get okay. to. So just before Bedroom eyes, we sort of, after this conversation, we're introduced to this alien mm-hmm. who's like... He's a dude, and he's clear. He's preparing to meet somebody, and then these two guys come into his apartment, and they're looking for something. And he claims he doesn't know, but we've already seen him slip a weapon up his, so- his sleeve. He's like, and the two guys who walk in are like the classic sort of '90s banter duo. Mm. It's like like the Jules and Vincent mm-hmm. type of. It, it's a very '90s thing. The two dudes, and they're like always bantering with each other and such. And then they like cold-blooded murdered the guy. Like, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, look what you did to the carpet!" No, 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 no. Like, I just found that very there. Those two characters, the two bad guy characters, incredibly like sort of '90s goon. Of they're always like joking with each other. And hey, here's this sandwich. Oh, right, we're gonna have to kill her. Oh, too bad. She's nice, but you know, have a yeah. fucking sandwich. Then we're gonna shoot her in the head. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I found that very amusing. The only thing that I could think of when I saw them was what do all of the holes on their face do? I mean, that's a fascinating question. Because <laughs> I, I had a lot of questions as to whether those were like nostrils or whether they were like bone horn things. But then why were there holes in them? So I feel like I missed that because I was just flu- looking at all their holes. Maybe they're, maybe they're their face flutes and they can just blow Ooh. different sounds out of them to communicate in different Ooh, ways. Imagine the instruments that they could have on their home world. Yeah, if you could have like a yeah. nine hole instrument just plugged on your face. You know, For some reason, orchestra. I'm thinking something like a bagpipe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they put on their head yeah yeah just <laughs> they have this massive thing balanced on top of their head and they're just like blown away <sighs> okay so then we cut from that we cut from them there's a lady quark is said uh, quark is like low-key not going away and harassing her because oh, that's yeah. what quark does uh and odo walks up and yeah she's like Oh, you know, she's on, she's on the defense. She's on the defense. She's like, oh, you know, walking for me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's yeah. like, you sure? Because yeah, you've got bedroom eyes. I know. I they're okay. Should we just get into their dynamic? Because I yes. have a lot to say about. Yes. So okay. Number one, right yeah. off the bat, Odo is so adorable and sweet, and yeah. it just like melted my heart. Yeah. And. I just was rooting for him so hard. I understand why all of his coworkers were super excited that he was doing a bang. That's why they're he's all the into it. The sweetest person ever, and not just sweet, but he's like, um, there's no like innuendos. There's nothing. It's very like what you see is what you get with him, which is great. Which is ironic, which is considering ironic. what you see is not him at all. Yeah, but <laughs> very ironic. And I'm wondering now that I said that whether that was a specific choice by the writers. It probably was. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the lady who. I I have a note. I forget what specific point, but it was basically. Oh, it, I think it was this. Uh, oh no, it was later. It's after this one because it's right after she, she said something about uh, <laughs> he said something about that's the, the first statement, the first true statement that you made. Said, yeah. and she said, No, I meant what I said, said about, about your eyes. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then immediately after that, I was like, Oh, she's playing him, she's a hundred percent playing him. Yeah, because the way that this actress chose to play her lines is a weird combination of sincerity but also possibly possibly insincerity total insincerity yeah, yeah. and her actions throughout the episode do not lend themselves to sincerity at which all. get explained at the end it does but the way that she chose to play it didn't to me re- like resonate with her ultimate end story no because she really shouldn't have been doing the like subterfuge no and when she breaks 
I don't know how to say this without jumping to the very end of the episode. I mean, I don't think that anyone comes to our podcast to listen to like so, a chronological okay. explanation of these podcasts. So, so, in the end, when she gets completely Arnold Schwarzenegger, Total mm. Recalled, which I will get to, um, she's like, you know, she loved you very much. It's like, I don't, I didn't get that. Oh at yeah, all no, I know. From well, her, I mean, I did at points. I did at points, and that's why the the choice of the way that she was played was a bit strange. I also had thoughts about that. About they knew each other for a couple of days. Couple of days. That's when what I was. What kind like, of love is that? Yeah, like how, she she loved you very much. Like how? How did she? I, I mean, there. Are, I would argue that there is a certain kind of love that people can feel, but I don't know if it's the same as what people normally mean when they say love. Yeah. Like after a couple of days, I for sure feel that there are like there's really intense feelings that you can have. Absolutely. That feel like love, but it's very dissimilar to what people mean when they actually say like I love, love you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a bit presumptuous yeah. to perhaps declare that as love. But I I have I'm just gonna go back to the bedroom. Let's go. Let's I feel go like back. there's just so much we want to talk to you that we're just but, jumping around, but that's okay, because we are open minded here and we yeah. don't have to be linear. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right, listeners. You're exactly. Okay Tina talks is just on the edge of her seat, right there with us. She's actually along. on the edge of the seat because it looks like she's falling asleep and might <laughs> fall off her chair. Oh, there she goes! Oh, Tina, yeah, no, wake almost. up! Wake up, Tina! Get up! There we go! Don't hit your head! Oh no, she oh, hit her head! Yeah, oh no! She, all right, well, uh, she's she's bleeding, folks. <laughs> She'll be okay. She'll be okay. It's just she, it's only, a, it's only a, a flesh wound. She's a warrior. Yeah, totally fine. Tina talks is our warrior. Yeah. Um, she's back at the knobs and just smiling through the blood. <laughs> That's a that's a cheerful uh, that's a cheerful mental image there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the bedroom eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what are bedroom eyes? I mean, because this is my question: Are bedroom eyes? Is it a specific thing or is it a particular taste? And not only that. Okay. Bedroom eyes. What are bedroom eyes? <laughs> well, th- yeah. And if there is such a thing in bedroom eyes, does Odo have bedroom eyes? <laughs> no. No, no, Odo. He just has very, not very expressive eyes. Yeah. Also, his his face, I didn't, when I was watching as a kid, I never really, I I just watched it as a character. I didn't think about the prosthetics or the mask. Yeah. Is that a mask or is that prosthetics? It's prosthetics. Holy cow. Yeah, it's like, prosthetics. And also, props to that dude. His acting beneath all of that is pretty damn good. René Aubergenois. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed, um, especially when we see him later on and he's shirtless. Because yeah. if it was a mask, you would see it. But even the prosthetics, you don't really see where they end. No, 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 no. Very, very well good. done. Very well done prosthetics. And I think they had prosthetics on his ears. Like it was on. Ev- it was crazy. Yeah, and his must, hair. Yeah, I don't must know. Must have taken a lot of fucking work. For sure. Day. Yeah. But oh, all that to say that they don't lend themselves to. No, the kissing scenes were really awkward. <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Because right? his nose you got this fucking, bend. You got this fucking thing glued <laughs> onto your nose, and then you gotta make out with someone. And you're just like, ah. I know, because his chin is so pointy, and his yeah. nose is so pointy. Yeah, they just and... didn't. They didn't move. <laughs> no, no. But again, though, can we do? Do we have any ideas about what the bedroom eyes like? What do bedroom eyes look like? What do bedroom eyes look like? Are, is there a specific set of bedroom eyes, or is it like what you enjoy seeing looking up at you in the bedroom, or down, or I mean, sideways, okay. or yeah. whatever? Like, is, does bedroom eyes imply eyes that are inviting you to the bedroom, or eyes that you, see you like in the to bedroom. see in the bedroom? I don't know. I had lots of questions. <laughs> I had lots of questions. Yeah, I don't know if I have the answers to that. I, don't, I mean, she's saying it. In a in, in in a venue in which I would see seem to think it's more of the implication of like eyes that are inviting you to the bedroom for sure yeah because of the nature of where or they are I want your eyes to be in my bedroom is that what bedroom eyes means I think it means bedroom eyes are eyes that look like they're inviting you to the bedroom constantly that they're just like you look at them and they're like hey baby let's oh, get into okay. let's so head eyes, on back here they're okay they're okay. seductive eyes they're seductive eyes yes. So that would be very, very personal then. Yeah. It would probably be different for everybody. Huh. I just have so many questions about this. Listeners, please uh, write in and tell us what you think bedroom is. Or take a picture and send us Yeah, send us. Eyes. Yeah. Either please. write to describe some bedroom eyes or even better, send us your best bedroom eyes. Send us your bedroom eyes. Yeah. That would be the best thing. Um, it's just for research purposes. 
We're just we're just gathering data. It's just just send your eyes. Just send. I mean, your not eyes. just your eyes. Maybe like a bit of your face too. But like, well, you could, I mean, you can block it out if you're worried about like identity issues. Yeah. Just, just give us those eyes. Just give us the eyes. But you know, inviting us to the bedroom. Not their SDU. You know who you know who you are. You know who you are. You're already thinking about it. I'm just telling you right now. Don't do that. No. <laughs> no. No. Ugh. Um. So yes, she flirts with him. In an awkward way that's not really clear if she actually is. If she's actually flirting with him or not. And, and then, he's sort of just awkwardly like, well, I'm going to go to work over well, there. And so she also talks about, she has a data port, which yeah. I was very con- confused about what it was. But it's essentially like a plug-in on her neck so that she can connect to computers. So she can directly connect to computers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why doesn't everyone have those? I mean, they sort of, he says right there that risks are rather grave. Like, he designed the security system particularly to fuck with people who have those, right? And, like, uh, they're saying, like, if she tried to decrypt this crystal, it would have blown out her brain and, like, all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like a risky thing to have. I just, I think I would personally enjoy having a computer, like, having... I, I, think... I just feel, I've, I, there's so much information out there that I would love to know, and I feel like my brain limits me, and I think that's the appeal for me, for a computer. <laughs> I think how Odo is framing it is that because computers have advanced so much, you can basically access information anywhere anyways. The only time you would ever get a data port is when you want to try and access information that other people don't want you to have. So it's it's like a hacking tool. Yeah. Well, and also, though, part of her backstory is that it was essentially, like, an evolution of cam girls. Yeah, yeah, yes, Which sounded really intense. Yeah, that she was, yeah, yeah, that it was, like, sharing sort of a digital, physical connection. She let men into her mind and told herself that it wasn't the same as selling her body. I think think that's one of the lines that she said. That's exactly what she says. Yeah. Yeah. But that's even... Depending on what that means, that could be even more fucked up. I was trying to think of whether that is more invasive and potentially dangerous than the other. And I don't, I think it's just different invasions and different dangers. It's different possibilities of damage. I think that for me, though, that seems more, I don't know. I, I think that seems more invasive, like more potentially dangerous. I guess it depends on like it just just from the fact of like if 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 someone's going into your brain if it's the same thing as we're t- we're talking about for the data port where yeah. it could fuck up your brain it could blow up your brain and you're letting someone in they could also do the same thing not to say that someone can't destroy your body too this is getting really dark so yeah it's really dark there, there's a but lot they, of they bring this up though yeah there's a lot of implications behind what she says there of what that could mean like yeah. it could mean a whole bunch of different things yeah she frames it as being a troubling experience. Yeah. I mean, it, no matter what, it probably would be. I yeah. mean, you can't imagine exactly how that works, but it yeah. probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't be great. I kept thinking of uh, Blade Runner and all of the, like, sex prostitution robots. Mm. That's what I kept yeah, thinking of. Yeah, all the sex... Sim- like What's the... the one, too, about RoboCop? Is that it? Not RoboCop. RoboCop. Maybe isn't there there I, there is a I have a flat like a clip of a, a movie that I have no idea what it's called mm-hmm. where I think Sandra Bullock is a police officer and they oh, bring fuck. back a police oh, officer. Fuck. You're you're thinking of <laughs> Demolition Man. Okay. With then, with fucking Sylvester yeah, Stallone. And he comes back and he's used to fucking in person yeah, and they move past that and all they do is fucking they virtual move, reality. Move past and that <laughs> with some weird like they both plug shit into each other and yeah. see you see these weird flashes of things yeah. and then Stallone's has none of that and at the end of the film. He gets Sandra Bullock for some good old fashioned oh, actual fucking. Does she? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. We're not doing that bullshit anymore. We're having some actual fucking. There's but- a weird. There's a weird library of little clips of shows that I must have seen on Space Channel at some yeah. point growing up that I don't know the name of. Yeah, it you- and like the entire plot, but I remember these clips. No, that's fucking Demolition Man, complete <laughs> with Wesley Snipes as a maniac villain. And yeah, you're right. It's probably something akin to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, it was an interesting thing. I, yeah, it's an interesting discussion on what having a computer attached to your brain might be. Cause I've read a lot of sci-fi books that it's not that, that it's like a, um, what's the right word? That it's kind of adding to your skills and like expansion. Yeah. It's, it's more, more like a, pro- it's more like a processor, like yeah. an additional processor than it is like Rather sort than... of a networking 
and rather than like a source of potential harm yeah it often is framed as like this is what everyone does this is how you access this is like essentially how you access computers now yeah um but it's just in your brain and it's fine and everyone does it and but i mean computers get viruses and yeah it just makes a lot of sense and so people get viruses too all right well that's a lot of dark serious talk let's get back to odo and the banging so um oh the next point that i see uh odo doesn't have a heart well no no he doesn't have a heart odo odo is only that shape because he makes himself that shape he's essentially a gelatinous mass he doesn't have a nervous system how do you or anything. kill him then it's difficult okay as a matter he he like he, if if i'm remembering ds9 correctly he tanks laser blasts a couple times does and he, things like that does he eat no he doesn't eat. He never eats. Okay. No, it doesn't eat. He, it is See, this, I'm just showing how long it's yeah. been since I actually watched there, there DS9. Is, I forget when this happens, but in DS9, it comes out. He doesn't eat and he doesn't drink. He, he, he says sort of cryptically, he's like, you know, trying to eat and no digestive system was messy and leaves it at that. Mm. And so what he'll do, you'll see him drinking coffee with his crewmates. But turns out that what he's doing is he's just basically making himself appear as a coffee cup in his hand, and he's drinking himself just to sort of fit in with everybody. But he's not That's actually drinking coffee. Weird. It's all just part of himself. That's really... Oh, that makes me a bit sad. Yeah. That so makes he me can, a bit like, sad that he's trying to... Fit like, in. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Because that doesn't sound enjoyable, to drink yourself. That doesn't... I mean, you swallow your spit every couple seconds, and you don't even think about it. That is true. That and is, now you're thinking about I it. I am thinking about it a lot. <laughs> I am, and now my mouth feels like it's just real full of spit, <laughs> and I gotta swallow. Um, I'm just gonna take a drink, a sip of my juice. Yeah, there sorry. you go. I'm sorry, um, sorry to bring your attention to that, but there we have it. Cool, 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 cool. But yeah, so he's so that's it. He doesn't have a heart. He doesn't have a physiology the same way that we do. And so he has to practice shape shifting. Yes. Which is. I don't remember that. Well, it's because he's, he's an orphan. They find and also, him. does he use rocks to practice shape-shifting? Because he was like... Oh, no, it isn't rocks. Sorry, that's later on. It was on, his there's... weird, like, jungle gym thing. Right, right, right. But he also has a bunch of rocks. And I was like, does that also help him <laughs> shape-shift? Maybe he practiced shape-shifting into rocks. It's Maybe. a good disguise. I mean, that's true. Not on a spaceship. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're right. It would be a bit in Congress <laughs> sitting in the middle of a fucking hallway. Like, oh, what's this rock doing here? But, yeah. you know, on away missions. But the idea is that he was found... And he's he doesn't remember where he came from. That's why the Delta Quadrant, that's oh. why the Gamma Quadrant and all that is so intense for him because he finds other shapeshifters and all that and all that kind of thing. Doesn't but he says in this episode though that he there was an experience because this is after oh, they found they... the Gamma Quadrant. He's actually gone to oh. meet the the founders and all this shit. That's oh. after all of that. So that's like something that's happened a couple seasons ago. Oh okay. Yeah, man, I, yeah, I, I mean, DS9 is the next one up after I get through Voyager, so yeah. I'm very excited. All of this is really reminding me how exciting I, it is <laughs> with Dax and Odo and, there's just, and Cisco. I mean, yeah. we need to choose an episode where Cisco factor is a lot heavier. Yes. We keep choosing these although, ones where we only get little tiny snippets of although his, like, he, although he amazing had, he voice. had the most joyful line in this whole, okay. Do you right. have it? Do you have his actual line? I think he, all he says is he just basically says, good. He, no, he says, a woman. That's nice. That, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and there's like a pause. And there's a smiling. long pause. Yeah. There's a long pause between a woman. That's nice. Isn't there? He's like, yeah. a woman. That's, that's nice. nice. I, that was one of the instances that I laughed out loud really loudly and abruptly. And I'm pretty sure I terrified my neighbors. Um... Yeah, that's the one thing that we get uh, when all of the other crew mates are just really excited that he spent the night yeah, with Yeah, Odo has banged and everyone is super, like, Kira and Dax are super gossipy about it. Should we jump back to the banging? Okay, yeah, because there's definitely a, hit, there's a yeah. lot of implicate. Okay, so okay. all these things coincide to this lady is put into Odo's quarters for protective custody. Yeah. And, okay, Odo doesn't know how to deal with this, so he goes to Bashir for some, like, bro advice. And Which is so sweet. He's, he yeah. asks him, how do you know that how do you she know was that interested she's or interested. she liked it? Yeah. And Bashir gives good advice Yeah, where he's just like, you got to go for it, man. He's in, uh, Odo's like, you know, well, uh, what if she says no? And he's like, look, man, like you're never going to know. And, I mean, if she says no, you weren't going to before anyways. So fucking, you gotta you gotta get out there and do it. And it's also a little bit heart- heartbreaking though, because he says anyone who is friends with you can tell that you're lonely. 
Yeah. And I was like, that, that's, I mean, that's got to be really hard for his friends to watch that because he's such a sweet well, guy. Well, that's why they're all super yeah. down, right? They're all yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Bashir gives Bashir gives Odo some like decent bro advice. And then O'Brien tries And then O'Brien <laughs> fucks it up and comes in and ambushes Bashir with his fucking gun. But it's good. Odo heard what he needed to hear. Yeah. And Odo he goes, goes back. back. And then he says he says uh, something about reading a book. And it's clear like, he usually, does not want to read yeah, a book. He's like, usually I read for a few hours before I go to bed. And she's <laughs> like... Well, I shouldn't keep you from your book. And he's like, maybe he's I can. Doing the most adorable thing where he like has the book and he's opening it to make it look like he actually yeah, does, but yeah. he's just looking at her because he doesn't really and he doesn't know what to do with his. It's just an yeah. adorable, sweet thing. And he's like, well, I guess I don't really feel like reading. And she's like, all right, we're into this. And then the awkward kissing happens. And the awkward kissing happens because this man's prosthetics do not lend themselves <laughs> no. well to making out. There's probably a reason why Odo is not one of the lead romantic characters yeah. on this. Oh. Uh, and then we see them in bed together. Post. Post. Coitus. Yes. Now. Okay. So. Shapeshifter sex. Oh, boy. What? The possibilities. But I think, though, yeah. it's pretty heavily implied that he remained... I think he humanoid. remained pretty humanoid throughout. He, this is when he says, yeah. this was my first time with a human, human woman. woman. Yeah. Which opens up the question to, what, has he had an experience with a human man? No, no. <laughs> yes, good point. They're like, because it's specifically a human woman. I was like, what you're, what you were trying to go for is that he was essentially a virgin, but maybe had an experience on with another shapeshifter when they were yeah. both blobs and they inter, they intermingled. They intermingled. But what the wording led me to believe is there's a possibility that he has been banging other non-human women, which is great. Possibility, and I really hope that there's some fantastic fanfic. There for sure is. A probably. I mean. Yeah, it's but, it's implied. It gets yeah. I don't think he'd bust out the full shapeshifter freakiness on like the first time, right? But also, what would be the benefit of shapeshifting during? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay. All right, folks, you can't see what I just saw because it was silent. But it was essentially just like a hands up in the air, eyes get a little bit bulgy, look of like shock and what the okay. fuck? What let I me like... let let All me right. count the ways. All so, right. how many appendages would you like? You know, what do you have that part of your body that you just wish someone could get to while they're also getting somewhere else at the same time and somewhere else at the same time and somewhere else at the same time? Because he can do that. How many arms do you want? Boom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How mobile do you want somebody? All right, this is getting pretty deep, folks, but how mobile do you want someone who gets in there to be like, OK, so. <laughs> Like, oh, well, you know, me, I prefer it when, like, and some women prefer it when you reach up around behind some when you go out. What if you can just do both at the same time? <laughs> you, know, you know? I wish so much that you could see the hand motions that were just done at me. I wish, folks, and I, I can't, there's no words, I can't describe no, it, but no. it was it was a, a thing of beauty. Yeah. Um, so, so I, yeah there's, so there's a lot of possibilities. Let me for... clarify. I get what you're saying. Yeah. What my question was, was, I guess, I... Maybe maybe I'm being too uh, uncreative, but it just seems like I, I would want things to stay the same shape and not be, like, fluid, like, in the middle of acts. Like, oh, of course, but... But I, I see what you're you saying, can, where you can have different shapes to do different... You could make any shape. Yeah. Uh, role yeah. play is also pretty great when you have someone who can literally be anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that would, for sure. I, that's the thing, is I was thinking more of, like, uh, shape-shifting into something and then banging rather than shape-shifting during, because I feel like it would be weird if someone turned gelatinous, even for a second. Well, except that while they're in bed. She, oh, yeah. Yeah, except, <laughs> except that. Oh, yeah. I don't so, have that point. I don't understand what happened. Essentially, she... He, he she, sort of turns so, his... So he, he... Okay, so he says the... He, he describes the merging with the other shapeshifter. He describes the merging with the other shapeshifter, and he says that they intermingled. They intermingled. And she said... She says, well, that sounds like... That sounds... Something along the lines of, well, that sounds like that could be, like... Like, enjoyable. Good, enjoyable. But she's like, you know, it's too bad we can't intermingle. And Odo's like, well, I wouldn't be too sure about that. And basically makes his hand liquid, and she sort of goes into it and gets a really intense look on her face. Yeah. Like, this is clearly... I didn't, I didn't really understand what that was, because... I don't know if his hand turned it. It just started glowing. <laughs> like it just started glowing. Yeah. Like I. I well, it. I think she sort of went into his hand a little bit. 
like okay. her hand sort of went into him a bit. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Why was that so enjoyable? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Because <laughs> that would just be like sticking your hand in silly putty. Well, would it be? Okay, so let's get deep into the <laughs> possibilities right. of a shapeshifter. Can, wait, I just have a point that I just need to I need yeah. to put out. Yeah. Um, he growls at her. <laughs> he does growl. He actually growls at her, actually... and I, I laughed, and I, I laughed out loud, and I said to myself, he growls at her. Yeah, lis um, listeners, most of you probably have watched these episodes and such, but if you haven't, or if you haven't seen it a long time, do yourself a favor and watch this mm, one mm. again, because this, one's a, yeah, this one's a real cracker. I'm not even exact, like, he actually growls. It's not an implied growl, he growls at her. He growls at her. At her. He's straight up like, <laughs> And it is the best thing ever. Um, so, so, how does that feel so good? We see from the outside his like liquid form. Yeah. What has he created on the inside of his hand? Again, so let's assume the outside he can make any shape, correct? Okay. So you could make the inside of your hand, for instance, like just a whole bunch of mouths and kiss every like sort of aspect of someone at the same time. Oh god. I just had a weird mental image of like sticking your hand into a hole that's full of mouths. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, you know, it's no, terrifying. It's not good. So it probably wouldn't be something like that, but you could make it like sort of any sensation any type of texture you liked. I'm or sorry. something like that. I know, that's a horrifying mental image, not to think about it. It's more like Cthulian than anything else. The hole full of mouths <laughs> is really <laughs> That's a very like, that's a very like, Cthulian image there. This is the the title of this episode. Folks. The hole full of mouths. Yeah, a hole that's full it. Of the, the, the title of this episode is definitely a hole full of mouths. But um, yeah, again, is that he, he can sort of he can almost he can change the texture of his body too, right? Because he can shift into like tables and this, that, and the other, and what have you. So like he could change the very how he feels like. Yeah, I just, I don't, and maybe this is just me uh, putting on display my own tastes and preferences, but I've never found my hand to be a, like an I mean, erogenous stuff. Yeah, no, so, I'm with like, you on that. Like, nothing that I've touched has made me O-face. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I get what you're saying for different parts of her body, yeah. for sure, for sure. But me sticking my hand into anything, I can't think of anything that I would stick my hand into that I would have that intense look of pleasure. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you on that. I have yet to encounter <laughs> something in which I'm like, whoa, and the hand's just like, that's it. That, you're right. But they both really enjoyed it because he also O-faced He was bit. super down. Yeah. I mean, look. We see his hand. Maybe there's something else going on under the covers. That could be. Who knows? <laughs> also, the way that they did it, he, like, moves his hand, and I was like, oh, he's just going to reach under the, the blankets. So I was like, all right, they're going to get... And then he just, like, brings it up with her hand. Yeah. And it was a... Yeah, it was a fake out. But... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does bring up a lot of potential, I guess, the shapeshifter sex. I just... I think that it would be a bit daunting to be... <laughs> To be, but also we it's potential that we might face the same issue that we came across with data. Yep. Because does Oda know what he likes? Cause, Again, because if you if you have a person that can be anything that the person that they want that they're with, wants, he seems to know what he likes more than data, right? Because he clearly true. enjoyed that. Yes, he did. It just it, it opens up that possibility of if he can be anything that his partner wants him to be, but yeah. he doesn't have his own set of preferences. It's problematic. He does. He I think it's he does. much more than data. He clearly has his own set of preferences. I mean, he has his own personality. Yeah. Which I have questions though. If like they're just a gelatinous mess, or not mess, but like how how are they conscious and they're a sentient gelatinous mass. So many questions about the gelatinous mass. So well, I mean, they're not always gelatinous masses. So <laughs> no, I know, but what in that is c conscious? Well, all of it. How does that work? We're a gel I, like, I like how I'm asking you these questions as if you could possibly explain them to me. But... I mean, if you want to think of it in another way, we're a gelatinous mass that is just held up by a bunch of struts that we call bones. But we're still a gelatinous mass just as much as him. It's just they can yeah, move it around more. But there are like distinct parts of that gelatinous mass that allow us to have consciousness. Yes. And from what he describes, is it just is like a uniform gelatinous mass. So clearly, part of that. So does that mean that every part of him is a brain? Every part of yeah. Essentially, so then you every can technically him... say that when he's thinking with his dick. He is, he's, he's thinking like, like he's also thinking with his brain. Yeah, yeah. Because his, his brain is in his dick. His brain is in his dick. His brain is everywhere. So <laughs> correct. 
<laughs> Odo is in fact always thinking with his he, dick. You could say that he's being led, yeah, led by his dick. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it doesn't stop. <laughs> his brain, his brain's everywhere. Yeah. Um. I also had a lot of questions about what that experience on his homeworld was, and I wished so much that they got more into other than they just intermingled. But I would. I wanted to know logistics. They mer they literally merged together into one solid like thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it, that's what happens. I have more questions. So, but do they do they merge together into one gelatinous mess? Yes. Are they turning yes. are they like going together then becoming a rock? No, they become they... like one thing. Okay. So, <laughs> the entire shapeshifter society periodically gets together and they all do that. All of them exist in this one sort of big thing, and they all know sort of each other and with sen sense each other. That's why he was so saying. So do they just exist in an orgy? Well, that's why he was parsing it with. You could call it an intimate encounter without. No, he, says, he says sexual. He yeah, because sexual. it's a female. It's a female shapeshifter. Mm. But I think they all sort of do it in more like a sort of not sexual. Are they like bonobos? Fashion. Where, like, their social bonding is done through sex? I don't think so. I think it's more, like... I think the aspect of when they're all together is a different thing entirely. Like, they sort of become almost a separate consciousness that's more how than the sum of its parts. How do they have babies? I think... Is that recovered? Kind of like amoebas do. Sort mm. of parts... Parts are separated from the greater whole. So they don't have to merge to produce a baby? No, I don't think so. Huh. But isn't that more like cloning? Sort of. Huh. Well, more like amoebas, really. Or, or cells. You split, and mm -hmm. then there's two of them. There's a lot of There's a lot of implications. There's endless implications with this there's guy. There's endless implications. Um, but thank you for taking the time to explain it to me. No, I mean, a as, resident professor as far as on, on shapeshifters. As far as my understanding... Now, I could be totally wrong in all this, but that's as far as my understanding yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I just... I do have a question about if... If that was a sexual encounter, or what we might call a sexual encounter, then their like group. Well, you're right. Mingling, it, it becomes like what we would interpret as an orgy. I think, and the, then if they do that together to be together, and that's how they know each other, then they are a little bit like bonobos. Yeah, I I think what's what's happening there is this is an implication the writers hadn't really thought about when <laughs> they were just like, yeah, it was an intimate encounter when he melted together. It's like, but wait a minute, you're saying they're all melted together all the time? Yeah. And they're sort of like. Oh, right. <laughs> I think this is one of the many times when the writers of Star Trek were like, this is a really cool sci-fi idea, and yeah. then they don't think about what it looks like in their whole arc and like everything else that they've yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, wait a minute. This could actually be interpreted rather extremely. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it was... It, it's a fascinating uh, look into shapeshifter sex. It's yep. a fascinating example of Odo... But it, it's also very. Everyone is rooting for Odo. Everyone's rooting for Odo again. The whole, the whole, the, even Worf is rooting for Odo. For sure. Yeah. Um, even though Worf is still being a Worf dick, is still being stern as fuck. He's he wants to go. I I I see why him and Dax are together though, yeah. because they're talking about it, and he was like, "You're not talking, you're gossiping," and she was like, "Well, don't yell it. If you want to gossip with us, come down and talk to him." <laughs> yeah, and then and then he's like, "I do not wish to gossip, but." Constable Odo is a very fine person. I'm sure he'll do okay. And, <laughs> and it's like, fuck you, Worf. You're gossiping. Uh, um, and then... <laughs> but nothing's better than Cisco no. walking out. Well, and also because Odo... So Odo has this lovely magical night, and yeah. then he's late the next morning. Yeah, he's late. And he's late for a meeting that he set up with Cisco, partially to save... Arissa. Arissa. Arissa, yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to save her because she's in with a cartel, essentially. Yeah, some kind of drug um, crime syndicate. Crime syndicate, and she can't leave... Uh, and he's gonna save her, and he said he says that he's gonna take a leave of absence to go yep. and personally protect her when she testifies against him. Yeah, you just feel so hard for Odo, and you're rooting for him. And then and he walks in, and every all his colleagues give him the a <laughs> look. Um, and then the writers had to get rid of her somehow because obviously you're not gonna have her the whole time, and, and you're not gonna have Odo go off for you're not gonna have Odo disappear. So how do they do it? They go full total recall. <laughs> A hundred percent total recall. Turns out she is a secret agent who yeah. has been implanted in this uh, system. And how they implant her is take away her memories because this crime boss has fucking telepaths that read all these people. 
which, if for listeners, you all remember, is the exact plot of Total Recall, down down to the minute details. But and then they say he says something like, uh, "Will I ever see you again?" And she says, "I don't know." No. And then they go into this whole thing of. She says something that's interesting when she says that she was real and she loved you yeah. in a way she still does. Yeah. Which is an interesting take on, like, different identities that people have. But it's the same thing, right? Because it's a bunch of people, they get their memories wiped, and uh, it's the implications of what happens after that. What happens after, if you can still remember. Because obviously she still remembers those She still remembers, years. yeah. But it wasn't her. It wasn't but it was her, her body, and she It was her body, it. and she has those memories. Yeah. And that gets into the whole recall thing of if you have memories implanted in you, you know, how do you how do you say it didn't happen It's if it's all... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Full Total Recall, Star Trek writers. I mean, Total Recall's a great movie. But, you know, you guys could have changed at least a little bit of the details. You just went full Total Recall. Like, 100%. Yeah. That is why this podcast exists, is because they keep introducing these giant loves. Yep. And then, and then they have, have to get to rid of them. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, so she's so she's going to go, she's going to get her ass back to Mars. Yes. And, uh, and leaves poor Odo. Leaves poor Odo. Leaves him in the lurch. Down in the dumps. Which it really genuinely broke my heart a bit because he's so you want him to be you're happy. rooting for him and also because when he when he's getting his heart broken he's like I understand and yeah. like you should go and yeah it's okay yeah I get it yeah it's rough poor Odo but he does end up with someone does he not him and Kira end up together but in the very last episode he gives that up and goes and rejoins the collective consciousness. Oh, the to, shapeshifters. Yes, to sort of bring his understanding of solid forms and things to them to try and make them less like genocidal and things like that. So he actually oh. disappears back into that and sort of dies essentially. Mm. Yeah, it's really intense. Yeah, because I remembered I remembered him and Kira, um, but I couldn't remember if that happened before and it ended. Because in this episode, she's all for him. Yeah, no, that happens after. It's it happens like, after. Yeah, it happens like very late in the series. But they play it up though throughout the whole they, series, they right? They play up the attraction is there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm I'm actually I'm getting really excited to get back into DS9. Mm -hmm. I fr yeah, there's some cool stuff that they do there. There's some crazy shit in DS9. <laughs> but there's some cool. It's it's the same thing that there's some cool themes that they're touching on, right? Like the yes. shapeshifter and what that means and uh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, this is why we love Star Trek. Indeed. Well, on that note. But I believe we've uh, reached the climax once again. Yeah, we've uh, run out of time. Reached that peak. We've uh, shifted into. Uh... I, I wanted to make a cream joke and then I grossed myself out and I was like, I'm not going to do that. I apologize, folks. I, I promise that I will never again make cream jokes. You don't promise that. I <laughs> promise that I will try to never again there you make go. cream jokes. There you go. Okay. Well, as we do at the end of every episode, moral of this episode for you. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple. Follow your buddy's good advice. If your buddy Ooh, gives you good, good advice, follow it. Yeah. Odo does, and it works out well for him. Um, that is a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Um, I was just trying to think of what my moral is, but I think I'm going to go with find a dude who will growl at you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There you go. Find a man who will growl at you. But not like 100% seriously, because he might be psychotic. Yeah. But find a man who will growl at you like Odo growls at Arissa. There you go. No. <laughs> and never put your hand in a hole full of mouth. Yeah, no, don't do that. That was a poor choice of words. It's still so gross. Yeah, don't do it. It's seared into my If brain. you ever encounter such a thing, listeners, please even, don't do that. Even if they're kissing you, it's yeah, still no, no, so No, no, it's still disturbing. bad. It's still bad. It's like a Videodrome thing or something. Oh. Anyhow, we'll leave you on that lovely thought. <laughs> Don't stick your hand in the whole whole mouth. May that lovely image lull you to sleep tonight, Indeed. folks. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Hey, Connor. Hey, Alexa. Do you eat? <laughs> I have been known to do that. Yeah, yeah. On occasion. Yeah. Where Where do you Where do you find the stuff to eat? What sort of? Where I try to avoid on the streets mostly but everywhere really in the rest in restaurants in grocery stores so how do you how do you how do you pick a restaurant connor i mean i often i'll look it up online what yeah. what what sort of things yeah. would you be looking online i'd be looking at uh, the um the restaurant ratings and what what 
do you do on a restaurant rating website? I think you might rate restaurants. You rate them? You rate restaurants. A rating system? You rate the restaurant. You know what else you can rate? No, but I think you're going to tell me. Movies. You can rate movies. You can rate you movies. You can rate movies. That's true. You can yeah. rate movies. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, people do that for a living. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs they down. They rate restaurants for a living, too. Yeah. Some tomatoes. Tomatoes. Rotten. Rotten tomatoes. Not they, rotten. Yep. They do rotten tomatoes. There's a lot of ratings on rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. It's yeah. like all the ratings. Yeah. It's like every rating you could possibly have. I like to rate the tomatoes, though, that I see, <laughs> whether they're rotten or not. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? You just walk around with a little clipboard, yeah, yeah. and you're like, this rotten, this not rotten. <laughs> yeah. I have a little notebook. It's just, this tomato was very rotten, and this one, not so not rotten. So <laughs> but you could also rate us. You can rate our podcast. You can rate our podcast. And it will help us out. So, so you can hear more witty banter like about, you just experienced yeah, here. If you just can't get enough of what you just heard, then rate us so we can do it even more. And you know what? what? If you go on there and you rate and give us a, a wonderful rating and you use that, that yeah. lovely, wonderful, winning charm and wit that I know you all have, yep. maybe someday I will read from my tomato rating notebook just for you. I hope so. Just for Wait, you folks. But Alexa, where are we going on to rate us? Oh, <laughs> you can rate us anywhere you get the podcast, anywhere. but especially on Apple Podcasts. That will really help us That's the, go the, on there. Give us an old rate a <laughs> Although apples may not be tomatoes, it is still the critical rating juncture. Yeah. The apple rating They're both is, fruit, though. Th- th- technically, yes. They're both fruit. Technically, yes. You could talk to us about tomatoes or apples when you rate us. And your feelings on the subject. Yeah. yeah. We're have, open to that. If you have strong feelings about either of those things. Yeah. Please let us know. Also, if you ever see Technical Tina just walking on the street and you're like, hey, I rated you, she will give you an apple or a tomato. Yeah, whatever she has. Promise. Whichever one she I has. I promise. She always has them. That's true. She just carries around a, a bag of apples, bag and, of tomatoes. apples and tomatoes. I carry around the tomato notebook. And this is why we're friends. I get to, she's constantly she giving me. She her tomatoes? Yeah, I get to rate Tina's tomatoes. Nice. And they are, <laughs> they are firm are they and, juicy, and juicy, folks. Yes, they are. <laughs> but yeah. Go give us a rating. It'll help us out. Please do. Check us out on social media. Grab us by the Twitter handle. At Boldly Boinking. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew pew!